I'm Robert Evans, host of Behind the Bastards, and if you're like me, you're probably worried right now, in part because of the fascist insurrection on January 6th in Washington, D.C. But what if I were to tell you that what happened in D.C. was just the latest in more than a century of fascist attempts to take over democratic governments, many of them successful? Learn about the history of these insurrections and the history of anti-fascist actions attempting to stop them when you listen to Behind the Insurrections on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's safe to say 2020 was one of the most difficult years ever for so many. That's why I'm here to ask you, how can I help? My name is Dr. Gail Saltz. I'm a clinical associate professor of psychiatry at the New York Presbyterian Hospital, host of the new weekly podcast, How Can I Help? with Dr. Gail Saltz, brought to you by the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Join me every Friday where you can ask your most pressing questions and I will answer with specific advice and understanding. Listen to How Can I Help with Dr. Gail Saltz on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Serious Rap Shit is a production of iHeartRadio. Me and my friend take his rap shit Yo, 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 mic check, one, two, one, two, one, two, episode 159, Serious Rap Shit Podcast, I'm your host, Josh. I'm John, your other host. Yeah, so, uh, how how you doing, John? (laughs) (laughs) I'm chilling. (laughs) I'm chilling, yo, you know, we on the late night tip, recording it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, But yeah, I'm good, you know, hanging at the crib, how you been, Josh? I'm cooler, man. You know what I mean? Um, nothing crazy. Uh, I had a game. I'm still coaching kids, still coaching uh, football. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a fucking game in Delaware today in the pouring down rain. Oh. Like, <laughs> my, my hoodie is still soaking wet. I've been in the crib since 4 o'clock, and my hoodie's still, like, soaking wet. So Jeez. it was a miserable. We, we won. You what know what I mean? So, you know, I'll take that, but... Yeah, it, it was a miserable fucking night. Uh, well, miserable day. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but you know, we'll take that. Also, shout out to my boys, Arsenal. <laughs> Word. We bust them pussy holes at, uh, at uh, Man U. You know what I mean? 1 0. That's what I'm talking about. Word. And at the Old Taffer, too. And the Eagles won, beat the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. Always a, a mini holiday. In Philadelphia, yes. when the Eagles beat the Cowboys, yeah, it was a, a battle of two two win teams and <laughs> a battle of mediocrity. Yeah, complete ineptitude all the way up to the fourth quarter. But you know, Jesus. hey, take the win how you get it. Dog, I'm like, you know, I grew up on the Eagles. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My pops used to take me to uh, like the practice joints back in the day and like the games and shit. Um, but I, since the whole uh, Kaepernick thing a few years ago, it like tore whatever little piece of football was like left in my heart. It like yanked it Pulled right it out. out. I don't even, I don't even really care anymore. And it's crazy because a few years ago, if you'd have told me that, I was I was always a bigger like basketball and boxing fan than yeah. football. But if you'd have told me a few years ago, I would not care about the NFL at all. 
I would have been like, yo, like how is that even possible? But it's it's like it's like every season I'm just like less and less invested in it. Not even not on some like boycott shit, but to see like how foul it went down is like it's like made me less engaged with it. Yeah. I mean I I realize like I can see you're taking a knee right now as you're making that statement. <laughs> as so, we're speaking. <laughs> I'm yeah. taking a knee for Kaepernick. Uh, no, I feel you, dog. Like I'm I'll say this, man, like you know, I still watch I'm a Bucks fan. I watch the Bucks every week or whatever. Because mm-hmm. I try to because I don't have the package or nothing, so you can't watch every game. I we stream get a lot them of joints them, free, yo. We are Yeah. We got um, I mean somebody. I I illegally stream most of them. Uh, just sometimes I can't. I'm not in the house when the game is on, so I can't watch. Um, yeah, but uh, so like I watch, but like I'm I used to like ruin my week if we lost. Mm. You know what I yeah. mean? Like yo, we lose. I ain't watching no sports shows for the first like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday because God forbid they show fucking highlights from the game and I gotta relive it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Now it's like yo, we lose. I'm down for a little while, but by the next day, I'm like, yo, this is what it is. Like, yeah. who's a fuck? Like, you know what I mean? I got so much other shit going on in my life, and there's so much other shit going on in the world. Like, it is what it is. I, but, like, Sixers, man, that shit crushes me. Yeah. Um, shout out to Sid just brought in Daryl Morey. Hey, word. Last week, since we, were, since we did the last episode, they got Daryl Morey. I had heard that was going to happen. I had a little inside information. Um, I heard that like a week and a half ago mm-hmm. um, from a, from like a source that had other information. So they was pretty reliable. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, I kind of had that. I had knew that. And I actually had, I, I, I thought that might happen when they fired him, mm-hmm. when he was, or when he parted ways with Houston or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I had a feeling like, oh, there's a chance he might come here because right. um, I knew they flirted with him in 2018 before they hired Elton Brand. Mm-hmm. So I knew that there was like some interest already. Um, so uh, he, so like once he left there, I was like, yo, there's a chance he could be coming here. Yeah. And then I heard from like the source that was like, yeah, like it's pretty much in cement. And it's then like. Deal. Then yeah, last week we started hearing we started hearing that that could happen. So shout out, listen, man. You know he did some good things with with you know Houston ain't win no titles. Yeah, you know it is what it is. But it was uh, always you know in contention yeah. though. Yeah, and I mean listen, last year they probably win if uh, CP3 don't get hurt. Right, because they was balling. You know I mean? Yeah, they out. probably they probably beat uh, Golden State. Because yeah. Golden State was injured and shit, so they probably beat Golden State, mm-hmm. and then you, you know, then they would have probably beat Toronto in the finals. Yeah. So, I mean, you fuck around, they they would have won a chip then. So, you know, I, my whole thing is like he worked. Listen, he moved that CP3 contract. He could fucking move Horford contract. Right, right. You know what I mean? And he's not afraid to take chances. Not afraid to like go out on a limb on some shit. Like I think. Part of the Sixers' problem is, uh, aside from like going all in on a team that wasn't ready to go all in yet, mm-hmm. um, and what I heard him say the other day was like, 
yeah, like we may not win a championship next year, like, but we're gonna like we're the the test basically like the whole thing is like, yo, we're you know we're trying to build to a championship. Yeah, get fucking better. You know what I mean, yeah, like the idea that like we were gonna win a championship with a with a dude that was twenty with our best players being like twenty three and twenty four and shit, like, yeah. was fucking dumb in the first place. What's the precedent for that? You know what I'm saying? Never. Like, like <laughs> Magic coming in, but he had Kareem. Lucky like, Kareem. you know what I mean? So, dudes don't win when they're that young. It just doesn't happen. So, right. like, thinking that we were going to win a chip with, with babies was insane. So, like, I, I'm I'm more comfortable with, like, yo, it's going to take a little while. Now, and B's, like, 26, 27. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, let's get it together. He just had a baby, so maybe he, like, you know, maybe a little more focused. Yeah, yeah. You know Grow what I mean? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe Ben will shoot a three. Like I just, dog. I saw a meme that had uh, it had him and like he was it was he was guarding Lonzo, mm-hmm. and they were like in a gym, and it, and the meme was like the cameraman had the best shot in the gym. Wow. And I was like, I mean, I can't argue that. Like, <laughs> I can't fucking argue that. God. Um. So no, I mean, you know. I don't know, man. I'm optimistic, but like you know, if they start showing me videos of uh, uh, Ben shooting threes, I'm gonna buy all the way back in. Like, <laughs> I love how we do this roller coaster every year. It's Absolutely, like, man, we 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 get our hearts torn out at the end of the season, and then on the off season, you know, you get like a couple little clips of Ben like lighting it up in the gym. It's like, nigga, we we back, dog. Show me a video of him shooting a three right now, and I'm gonna be like, "Lee's in trouble, yo!" Like he about to break the league. Listen, if Keith Pompey tweets a video of him shooting like two threes in a row, I'm retweeting it with the league is in trouble uh-huh. hashtag. I guarantee it. Like, so if it happens emojis. tomorrow. Yeah, like I'm, I'm gonna tweet that and the the smoke out the nose joint that he always does. Like, uh-huh. oh, I'm, that's what my tweet is going to be. So, like, it is. I'm gonna buy all the way back in. Like, right. you know what I mean? There's no doubt about it. Do you think they're gonna uh, try to move him? I hope not. I mean, f- first of all, well, Ben. Like, so it's hard because Ben's my favorite player. Yeah, yeah. So. Like, I legit, you tell me you're going to move Ben. I fuck around and be like, yo, I don't want to be a Sixers fan no more. Right. Now, I'm still going to be a Sixers fan in the end because I like too many of the other players. And, yeah. like, it's the Sixers. I was rooting for the Sixers when they were fucking terrible during the process. So, it Awful. is what it is. Yeah. But, um, so, I I won't, I don't, I hope, I don't think so. I don't think so. I If I'm going to move between the two of them, which I don't want to move either one of them. Right. I move Joel because of the injury stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a liability fear, with that. Yeah, he's like twenty six, I think now, maybe twenty seven by the end of next season. It's like he's got bad back and bad feet already. Right. Like I get scared that it's like, all right, well he's a fucking uh he's a big man. And mm-hmm. like if his injuries like you know, they they their career's already shorter, you know what I mean? But the one thing, like a lot of people were talking about with Daryl Morey, is like, oh well, you know, his team in, in Houston, all they did was shoot threes and blah blah blah. And it's like, yeah, but like he also had a team with McGrady and and Yao. So like, it's not like he didn't have. He's yeah. had different, in, you know, different incarnations of that team. It just was like this is what fits 
James Harden the best. Right. So that's what I'm gonna build. So he adapted to it, yeah. Yeah. So the hope is that like he adapts to what's the best thing for Ben and Joel. Oh, yeah. we actually could use some shooting. Maybe we'll get some guys who can shoot the ball in here instead of like a bunch of dudes who can't shoot shots. I was so. gonna say if you you know like yo, all right. Those Houston teams, all they did was jack up threes. If we could get a little slither of that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It'll balance it'll balance out the attack that we got now. Yeah, like this was this room has been floating around for a little while, and I would love to see it happen. It would have to, you know, it would take some plan, but like uh Sacramento was the other team that was heavy on Horford mm. last year. So Buddy Heald is not happy there. Right, right. They just signed him to an extension. He wants out. They're going to re-sign Bogdan. So maybe we could get Horford and probably, you know, it's probably going to be like Horford in our first Mm -hmm. um, or maybe a future first for Buddy. Um, And I'm good with that. And then maybe trade. You're probably going to have to trade Jason too. I mean, shoot, Jason, uh, Jason Richardson, Josh Richardson. Mm who I like, but like they never knew what to do with him. Also, see, it's hard too because we got a whole new coach in Doc. Yeah. And so who knows what he'll bring out of guys. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. I don't want to be like, yo, let's trade everybody because fuck it. Because but like like the Horford thing I'm down to trade just because like I just don't know if that works. Yeah. Um at least not as a starter. He would have to come off the bench and we're paying him too much and again, fucking money. And he can pay mad money, too. Yeah, like, so the hope would be, like, you could flip him and get something for him. Um, but maybe he, maybe fucking uh, Doc can figure out what to do with Jay Rich and get him more involved. Because it kind of, like, Jay, Jason, uh, Josh Richardson seemed like he was just, like, kind of just like, yo, yeah. I'll take whatever junk points you can give me. Right, right. Like, he never seemed like he was really involved in the offense, so we ever really ran anything for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, last year, I, <coughs> excuse me, I would love to see an offense that looks like a modern offense. And what's crazy is, right, we weren't that way for years. Like, last year was a year we just, like, it just, like, just completely was bogged down and just didn't, never seemed like it could do anything. They used to run so much more motion and mm-hmm. did shit, like, I don't know, man. I, I'm so I'm, listen again. You know, show me some pictures. Show me some video and be lifting weights. <laughs> right. And I'm talking. Hey, listen, if I see video of Ben shooting and video and uh, beat in shape, like flexing with a six pack, uh-huh. I'm gonna be posting how we gonna be on your roof deck <laughs> watching the parade again. I mean, it's right. just that simple. I mean, you know, it really is. If if some things. Uh, play out the way I want them to play out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We might be on another roof deck <laughs> watching that shit. You know what I'm saying? You never know. You never know what's going to yeah. happen. For real. So, Man. all I'm saying is roof deck at, uh, roof deck at John's for the party, for the parade. <laughs> it's 2021 NBA championship. And, and, and it's a real championship. It's not like that shitty Lakers that championship. Bubble shit. That nah, fake that shit. Don't yeah. count. That fake ass championship. Dog. You know what I mean? If if we get good, I say this all the time. If we get good and we got Doc coaching us and we good, man, the city be on fire. Yeah. 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 I, I'm 
God, I fucking hope we're good next year. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be in a second quarantine and the Sixers is bad, yo. Like, right? That's that. That's at that point, it's, it's like fucking with our morale. At that, yeah. point. yeah, yeah. That's a hard. That's a hard go, dog. Yeah, they bad and we fucking in quarantine again. And it's crazy because, like you said, second quarantine. I never came out of the the, the original quarantine. <laughs> We still, still in the stretch with it. Yeah, you still on a stretch mode. I feel you. I'm pretty much the same way. I mean, other than going to coach, dog, I don't do much. So, yeah. uh, so many people. I mean? We're we're recording this uh, the night after Halloween night. Yes, dog. There were so many people on Instagram that were just like dressed up. They was at the function. I seen people in the club. Like I was like, man, this shit is gonna come back. With with a fury, yes. All of y'all around each other, no masks on or nothing. The I seen so much, like motherfuckers. Like I got, I was saying earlier, somebody like, yo, John is a nurse, mm-hmm. and like two or three times a week, she's posting videos of being out in some bar or some shit <laughs> in the club, packed, <laughs> yeah, with no mask on, yeah. And I'm like, you a nurse? You in the shit? Yeah. And like you still got no mask on? Like where what part of the game is that, man? Yeah. Talk. Somebody hit me up uh and asked me like, yo, where the where the functions be at? Like where the open mics is at. I'm like, this ain't the time. No, this not at all. I don't know where where shit is happening. I don't know where no parties is happening. I don't know no DJs. I don't know none of this shit. <laughs> You know what I mean? Don't ask me none of this, cause I'm 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 staying in the crib. After that last thing, you know, two years ago that almost took me out of here. I'm not playing around with this shit. No yeah. respiratory shit or not. Come on, man. Nah, nah, fuck that. It's not a game that's worth playing, yo. Right. It's really not. Right. You know what I mean? Let's uh before we even go. Yeah, any further. Let's let's jump into a quick break and come back and uh I guess we can talk. Um <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, we we gonna jump back. I just really looked at what you added <laughs> to the deck. Yeah, let's talk about uh insane rich people <laughs> when yes. we come back. News with a new perspective. I'm Morgan Wood in Washington, D.C. News with a black perspective. I'm Mike Stevens in Tampa. The Black Information Network is the first all-news audio and digital network for and by the black community. Dedicated to 24-7 news and information. I'm Julius White in Atlanta. Get the podcast and get the biggest news and business stories delivered to you every morning. I'm Vanessa Tyler in New York. Subscribe to the Black Information Network daily. And wake up with the latest from the Black Information Network. Loaded and ready to go when you are. With reporters across America bringing you the latest news, traffic, weather, and sports. I'm Doug Davis from Las Vegas. Delivering breaking news that puts us first. Because our insight matters. Our stories matter. And the truth matters. And the Black Information Network Daily is designed to inform, engage, and empower the Black community. Now is our time. Listen to the Black Information Network Daily on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hello, lovelies. This is Arden Marine, and you may know me from Chelsea Lately or Shameless, or more recently as Regina Sinclair on Insatiable on Netflix. I want to tell you about my podcast, Will You Accept This Rose, where we recap all the seasons of the Bachelor franchise, and we are very excited to talk about the new season of The Bachelor with Matt James. Each episode, we bring in amazing celebrity guests, and we have a bunch of amazing guests planned to cover this season with us, including Lance Bass, Ashley I from The Bachelor franchise. Paget Brewster, Doug Benson, Jerry Trainer, Rob Benedict, Lauren Lapkus, Brian Safi, Ross Matthews, Kate Micucci, Scott Ackerman, Miles Gray, Lacey Mosley, Michelle Collins, and more. If you watch the Bachelor franchise, you're going to love hanging with us while we get into the hot details of the show. You may have other choices in Bachelor podcasts, but none that are this funny, and we are truly fans. Catch our episodes every Wednesday and listen to Will You Accept This Rose on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join us on this love journey. All right, boom, right back at it. Um, <laughs> so I'm I'm not laughing at this because you know, like I understand that like it comes out of like trauma and shit, and like people, you know, losing their parents. I've lost a parent, so I know how I feel. You know what I mean? But. Um, Kanye West uh, gifted his wife, uh, Kim Kardashian, a hologram message yes. from her father. Mm-hmm. Um, you added this to the deck. <laughs> Talk to me about this shit. I saw like okay. a little piece of it. So first, Kim Kardashian threw a wild private birthday party on a, a excuse me a wild birthday party on a private island mm-hmm. um she was like oh you know and then posted it on twitter like like, like it's all on good. instagram yeah like yo it's all gucci like i oh i just wanted some sense of normalcy like a bunch of your closest friends on a private island is normalcy to you like right, right. 230 people is dead so like I, 230,000 people is dead right. like Okay, but uh, so she threw this big party on a private island, and um, she so she was getting dragged on Twitter. So mm-hmm. I honestly think like part of this news even like leaked out because this was news later, kind of leaked out to get people to be like, yeah, but you know, yeah, like chill, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the crazy thing is, so he got a he did the Tupac thing essentially from mm-hmm. Co- what was that Coachella? It was Coachella, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't so mean to cut you off. Yeah. I cut you off. That shit was crazy because I remember uh, when that shit happened that night. Mm-hmm. I saw my mom the next day, <laughs> and I pulled my phone out. I was like, "Mom, you know, uh, Tupac was at Coachella last night." <laughs> and my mom's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And <laughs> She's like, first of all, what is Coachella?" Right. First, of all, <laughs> for starters, what the hell is Coachella? And how's Tupac there? And I didn't say I just showed her my phone, and he comes out. And he's like, "What's up, Coachella 2016, <laughs> whatever, whatever year it was." Yeah. So I'm like showing my mom, and she's looking like, "What is this now?" <laughs> it's like it's a hologram. This is what we do now. We bring dead people back. Yeah, we from bring beyond dead people back as holograms. But go ahead, what you say? <laughs> I said to throw um, that in there. So. Yeah, so she 
basically did the same technology. They got uh, I don't know how this shit works where you can get it to like say different things. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially because it's like Coachella was not a thing when Tupac was alive, so it's not like there's an audio clip of Pac saying Coachella. Um, but I guess like they can like take his voice, analyze it, and make it say what they wanted to say. A voice modeling kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. So Kanye got like that same technology to make a to do a thing for like Kim Kardashian's dad. Uh, Rob was it Rob Kardashian or is that the brother? I think he, I think um, both of them are Rob. Okay, I'm pretty sure so they he's, got he's Rob Kardashian too. Yeah, OJ's lawyer, right? Um, <laughs> the dream team. Yes. I think it's Ross from Friends in that movie that they did with uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> no. Ross, like, you know, the entire cast of Friends, you know, marginal actors at best. <laughs> David Schwimmer was so good in that role. As Ross, I never saw that. Really? I never saw it. You, nah. I think you would fuck with it. I think yeah. you would fuck with it. It's really well done. Um, I'm gonna check it out. Uh, sorry, I'm be, quarantine they never ended, baby. So we got another time. <laughs> right. Um. Uh. So yeah. So um, Kanye got like a, a hologram of her dad to be like, oh Kim, like blah blah blah, I love you. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Do like a message to her, but like in the message, she was like, yo, he was like, yo, I'm so glad you married Kanye. He's a genius. Yo. And like. <laughs> Like, Your graduation was a classic. Your five bikes. <laughs> I don't like, think Rob Kardashian Senior would say that. <laughs> He's like low key. I'm just saying, eight oh eight's a heartbreak <laughs> is better than uh, here, my dear, by Marvin Gaye. Right. I mean, <laughs> like change the whole sound. What's better than inner visions? You no. know what I mean? <laughs> he threw yeah, that like, in there. <laughs> yes. Oh man! Yay. Hey man, you know you can take your wins, dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> take your wins. <laughs> just start saying that when it's like some fucked up shit. <laughs> you know, take your wins. <laughs> you know, you gotta. Sometimes you gotta make the win to take it. Like, you Yo, know what I mean? That's so you know, you wild. Be ultra creative. So he. So <laughs> <laughs> was was there any? Was that the only like Kanye related? I think so. I think it was like, oh, I'm so glad you married Kanye. He's a genius yeah. type thing. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, you know, maybe his dad would have said that. Her dad would have said that. You right. know what I mean? That's so on brand for him, though, for Ye to like, thing is like, insert himself. Yeah, oh, yes, exactly. Yeah. Making sure he's like part of it is definitely on brand for Kanye. Yeah. Um, My thing is like, where do you go from there? Like, what is your next gift? That's uh, a hell of a gift. You gotta like buy yeah. an island or some shit the next time. Yeah, it's a hell of a fucking yeah. gift. He better sell a lot of fucking Yeezys, dog. Yo, he talking was... about trying to do a, a twenty dollar Yeezy now. Really, like the Starburst? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> what, dog? I I wonder how much like a hologram costs. I I couldn't even imagine. I would I definitely get imagine. like Sam Cook. To come to my mom's birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> if I could afford a hologram. Yeah. Let's well, next up. You know, once we win this EGOT. Get this bread. Somebody definitely, I thought about you the other day. Somebody, uh, a, a publicist, like, emailed me about Common. 
And yeah. he made sure to mention, like, yo, he got an EGOT, son. Like, yeah, we got to get our joint. You know what I Listen, mean? If Common can get one. You know, I love Common. Shout out to Common. But, you know, he's the most one-note actor in the world. So, like, you know what I mean? If he can get one, we definitely can get a fucking uh, an EGOT, yeah. I got to listen to, like, his new one. I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. I, I mean, like, I haven't really been locked in on common releases in a while. So, yeah, yeah. I'll, you know, but um, I'll, I'll fuck with it. Yeah, yeah, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Um, what's, what's crazy, though, is um, I, I really, the only one I see being a problem is the Tony. Yeah, yeah, you've, you've expressed that. Yeah, yeah I think <laughs> that's the only one. Dog, oh, we got. You know, that, that, you start talking about that. That's where my brain go. Like, I'm, I'm now. I'm starting to go like, all right. So we definitely go, like the 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 Grammy is nothing. Like, you know what I mean? That's 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 easy money. Yeah. Um, the tone, the Oscar. We got an Oscar winning documentary sitting on deck, so I'm right. not even worried about that one. Already ready um, to rock. Yeah, they might as well just fucking put our name <laughs> on that bitch already. Just throw it on. Um, yeah. So, uh, what's it? The Emmy, Grammy. Tony and Oscar. Oscar. What? And so, all right. So the Grammy. Oh, we do a. You know what? We do a uh, an audio book. We get our Grammy for our audio book. Uh huh. They plus gave I'm, Obama one. Plus, I'm in the uh, Grammy Illuminati now. So yes, exactly. We good on that. <laughs> you so know that shit is that's just easy money. So we got the easy money in the Grammy. They get like oh they give anybody a Grammy. Um, um facts. Don't don't what's the name from uh Australia got one? Igloo Australia? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Don't Maybe. she got one? Maybe. Grammys is nothing, dog. Listen, I'm down to lip sync a song like uh, uh Millie Vanilli, baby. Like Yo. whatever we gotta do to get it. Like they ain't take that Grammy from them. Was that a Grammy or American Music Award? No, they won Grammy for Best New Artist, I think, that year. Did they? Fuck. Yeah, because they beat like some like artist that's still making music right <laughs> now. <laughs> they beat. Yeah. Um, yeah, nah. We, listen, if I got a lip sync a record, like, I'll lip sync a record. Like, uh, niggas don't remember I mean? how much of a scandal that Millie Vanilli shit was. Yo, it was the biggest thing in the world. It was a fucking scandal. Biggest thing in the world. Now, now everybody just sync shit. I'm about to say, yeah, now you got motherfuckers just doing auto tune on every record and they still winning shit. You know what I'm saying? But that shit back then, in in the in a world when, you know, you had like Anita Baker, you know what I'm saying? Like all of these like great singers. Aretha Franklin was still rocking yeah. out. You had all of these like great singers in the world. Curtis Mayfield was still alive. You know what I mean? Like for them to like lip sync, that shit was like scandalous. Back yeah, that day. was a major, major deal. Major yeah. deal. Um, another major deal will be happening the day this podcast comes out. Yeah. Not um, as big as, as Millie Vanilli though. Not no, it's nowhere near as big as the controversy around Millie Vanilli. Right. Um, Kurt Loder ain't coming on to talk about this. Hell no. Um, Tabitha. Wow, Soren. that's that's a washed reference, dog. <laughs> like everybody, like <laughs> under thirty, is like, what like, the fuck, fuck are you is talking about? Kurt Loder. <laughs> Who is Kurt Loder? Um, uh, 
So this will come out the day of the election. Yeah, yeah. Um, as we're being told, it's the most important election of our generation. Although I'm pretty sure 2016 was touted as the same thing. Right. It's, um, it's like boxing. Like every other fight is like the fight of the century. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's ringing a magazine fight of the year every rank, every right. fight. So, um, so we will be. Uh, you know, by the time this well, this podcast will come out Tuesday morning. So, like, we'll have, but by the time we do the next episode, there will be possibly a new president mm-hmm. elected, or maybe not, because <laughs> the way they're going to be counting votes, it may not be anything. We may yeah. not have a, a real winner for a couple of weeks. Yeah, they they um, do this shit like. You know, back in the day when uh, you used to, like, do the sweepstakes and you would mail in some shit from, like, yeah. the back of a cereal box. They did this shit like that. Yes. You know yeah, you mean? might not get these results for, like, six to eight weeks. Dog, we went uh, to Kappa because we live in South Philly. Uh, Kappa's mm-hmm. the uh, high school for oh, the uh, voting site. Yeah, 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 yeah. The performing arts uh, mm-hmm. for folks who are not in Philly. Um, yes. But yeah, they had like the the joint where you the roots come, come roots, uh, what you call uh, boys to men, boys to men. I think Jasmine Sullivan went there. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. any like talented person, except for Uzi, who went to our alma mater, Northeast yes. High. Yes, got it. Fucking cat. <laughs> but um, we we went to uh, Kappa, and like you know dropped off our ballots. There was legit like a boy at the door with one of them roll-on bags that you take on the plane. And yeah. niggas was just dropping the bag. I was like, man, this shit look, this shit look <laughs> <janky> man, sus. <laughs> and the nigga, it wasn't like no like official bag that had like U.S. government on it or nothing. <laughs> that shit had like flowers on it. <laughs> My man looked like he just got off the Greyhound with that shit. And we were just like throwing our ballots in there. I was like, man, they're absolutely gonna throw them shits in the school hall and keep it moving. <laughs> like they're not, they're not counting all these votes. They went straight to Broad Street, just threw them shits in the fucking drain and shit. <laughs> like toss them shits in the zooey hole. Fuck them fish. Yeah, like you man. know what I mean. They're, yeah. They're, so this this is not gonna be a free and fair election. The U.S. is a failed state. We got plagues. We got fucked up elections, and they're arresting journalists. Yes. Those are like the trinity of a failed state. Yeah, exactly. Right yeah. Yeah. Um, it is a complete shit show. Um, just yesterday or so like Saturday, Friday or Saturday, they tried to run a Biden staffer off the road in Texas. Oh, you serious? Yeah, they did like a wow. It was a big Biden bus, like a tour bus type thing. I don't know if I don't think I think I don't think Kamala was there. Uh, oh, excuse me, Kamala uh, was there. I'm gonna do that forever, dog. Yeah, like yeah. At, at least until um, like midterms. <laughs> yeah, it's midterm. Um, but I don't think she was there. I think she was supposed to be doing a campaign event in Texas. Yeah. Um, but there was like the a bus with like you know staffers for Biden on it, a big bus, Biden bus, right. and like it was surrounded by like MAGA dickheads with their big like trucks oh. and like. Big F-150s. Trump flags, yeah, and like uh, um, uh, Blue Lives Matter flags, and all uh, these like hanging off. 
And like there was other cars that were like riding that had Biden staffers in them. Yeah. And like the one tried to like get into the lane to get next to the, the Biden bus. And a fucking, uh, the MAGA Trump bull like steered into the side of him and fucking fucked his whole car up. Oh, shit. You know, <laughs> whatever, like those staffers, they're going to be talking about that shit for like the next 60 years. Like yes. they do uh, the Freedom Rides. <laughs> Back in the day. You know, we was down Mississippi. We was in Lowndes County. <laughs> and they tried to run us off the road. We was fighting for freedom. <laughs> they going to be talking about that shit forever, dog. They going to be on NPR. Niggas going to be doing dog. documentaries. Yes, 100%. Oh, man. Um, but it's crazy that like... And then, like, some people on Twitter was like, why the cops not stopping them? They was like, because it's the cops that's doing it. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Dog, Uh, when when, um, the George Floyd uh, riots were jumping off and the the protests and shit, um, there was a group of, like, MAGA uh, white men who were posted up armed in Fishtown, and they were, like, assaulting people. Yes. And people were like, where are the cops? Where are the cops? And then days later, it came out like, oh, yeah, these dudes are cops. Yeah, <laughs> like, a bunch they, of them were cops. They yeah. were just, like, <laughs> off-duty cops who went and got their homies from from yeah. the neighborhood and decided to patrol with baseball bats and beat up protesters. Yeah, I mean, uh, to act like they're not well, dude, there was they caught him on camera the other night in New York. Um, a bull, there was a cop, bunch of cops sitting out there, and like a bull was on the bullhorn, John, or whatever, like you know, the horn from the cop car or whatever, mm-hmm. the loudspeaker, John. And he was like, Trump 2020, Trump 2020, yeah. And like he must have said it a couple times because people was recording him right, do it twice. It. And then somebody went outside and was at the truck, like, yo, say it again. Mm-hmm. And he did it again, and like they're like, "Oh, we're investigating it," because you're not sp- like as a cop on uh, in uniform, you're not supposed to do any kind of um, political allegiance or whatever. Right, right. Um, not like we don't know what they are. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I saw a cop literally yesterday in Center City with a Blue Lives Matter flag around his fucking neck. Yeah, so yeah, we know what side y'all are on. Yeah, so. Um, I mean, that's not any surprise, especially because they were saying, like, the Blue Lives Matter flag has been replacing the American flag at a bunch of uh, Trump rallies. So, like, I mean, we know what the deal is, so it's not like a surprise or nothing, right? And I didn't, like, the the police union for the United States came out and supported, like, endorsed Trump anyway. Mm So, um, but, uh, yeah, so people going, like, yo, we don't fucking know, uh, like why why the cops not doing stuff. They blocked off a whole um, one of the uh, bridges in the New York from Jersey. They blocked off today. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. And like one person was like, I hope, uh, hope uh, uh, AOC. I hope you didn't have to come through here today. Blah blah blah. blah. And she was Jeez. like, No, nah, I took the rock's neck. Like you know what I mean? Because she's so snappy and quick with it. Right. But right. Dog, like how they blocking off a fucking bridge, like, and it's just. Allowed. But again, it, yeah, but again, it's because you know you can do that if the cops is with you. That's why what's so scary about like uh, the the peaceful transition of power, mm-hmm. right? Like that's 
all cool if you exist under the social contract that like you know oh like you know the police are the police are here to set order and shit like that yeah. and da, da, da. um so like they're not going to let and the military's not going to just let him do what he wants yeah it's like yeah but when like the military's in in you know um got a you know been infiltrated by a bunch of white supremacists and you know what I mean? You got militias running up in state buildings and nothing happens to them. Mm-hmm. Like, what yeah. is to say that that shit can go down and like he can just say "fuck you"? I'm not trained. I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not. I'm not stepping down. And like, the Proud Boys playing Call of Duty are not going to be surrounding the White House, getting into a war with any military that does try to come in and stop them. Right. If the military, yeah, if the military even does it. Yeah, if the military even does that. Yeah. Like, you know. <clears throat> It'd be quick to like, like it's for me. It's not out of the realm of possibility, and I know this is like far fetched, but god damn it, there was a fake Melania uh, uh, conspiracy just last week. So <laughs> right, I can start throwing off as many conspiracy theories as I want. It is not out of the realm of possibility to me that Biden wins, Trump refuses to leave, and. In three months, we're seeing that story we've seen a million times where it's like, oh, a democratically elected leader has to flee the country because, you know, he'll be assassinated if he stays. Mm -hmm. And the fascist government just stays in place whether they got elected or not, whether they got elected out or not. Like, it doesn't make a difference. And that's all fine and good for like Biden and, and uh, Kamala and you know a bunch of people that for him the fuck are the rest of us supposed to do yeah just stick around for this shit yeah we, we gotta live Party, in this shit outlaw abortions and everything else yeah like you got fucking you know they, they're forced sterilizations at the border yeah. and like and, and that's like what 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 people for, like forget to talk about is like the slippery slope, right? So it's like, oh, if we justify forced sterilization at the border and now we're banning abortions, fucking Lindsey Graham came out today and said women have a place in this country as long as they know where they're supposed to be yeah. or some shit like that. Follow the, the whatever, whatever yeah, yeah. moral standard that these like white men have like set up. Yeah, so like... I mean, like, it's a slippery slope to where it's just like, okay, well, we're having forced sterilizations there. Now we can still, we'll start slipping in forced sterilizations in other areas. Yeah. And we'll, you know, we'll force it. Oh, you know, it, it, like, there's, these things are real things. Like, listen, man, like, I, I, I don't, I hate to, to do the uh, comparison to Hitler because it's so easy. But I'm using it in this sense, right? Hitler didn't come into power like, yo, throw the Jews in the uh, concentration camps. Throw, um, uh, for lack of a better word, because I know this word isn't cool, but like gypsies. Like, throw them in the concentration camps. Blah, blah, blah. Like, right. Like, he didn't come into power going like, yo, throw these people in the concentration camps and kill them. Right. Right. He came into power saying like, yo, you know, these people are causing the problems that we're having. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Hitler, you know, Germany would be powerful if we fucking got rid of these people. And, you know, these are the people, these are the people that are stopping us from gaining, you know, uh, Germany's rightful place. Yeah. And then slowly but surely, you know, then it started with, you know, uh, 
I forget what they called what they called it, but it was a certain type of laws that they started instituting, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, then they had to start wearing fucking the the Star David badges, yeah. and then there was like the pink triangle badge for um gay folks, and like there was like all these badges. All of a sudden, people had to start wearing, yeah, right. Uh, then it's you know then we start taking people about the crib, and uh, and you know it's a slippery slope, right? Right, and it's something that like can easily start to happen and um like i was watching this thing on like they were talking about american fascism and they were like yo american fascism isn't going to come in the same way it happened in in nazi germany right Mm -hmm. it'll come wrapped in an american flag it's not going to come in a fucking swastika flag like it'll come wrapped in an american flag and oh we're doing this for america we're doing this for america you know what i mean how it always goes down you know what i mean yeah it's, it's is made in the interest of, you know, national security and national pride and all of that. You know what I mean? If if the U.S. wants to look back and see how fascism rose here, you know, it been a fascist state for us. You know what I'm saying? But if if like white liberals or whoever wants to look at how this shit really went left for y'all. You have to look at how black people have been treated in this country, how indigenous people have been treated in this country, and how U.S. foreign policy has treated black and brown people around the world. The you know what I'm saying? Like, like that shit has implications. That when the uh, the the American people have justified and sat back and allowed the United States military to be fascist and do fascist things around the world. That shit, like, like people have warned us, you know, people who are way smarter than me and know about this shit have warned us that uh, that seed that you plant in other places eventually comes home to roost we're seeing yeah. uh the results of allowing this shit to happen to other people so now it's happening to you know us quote unquote you know what i mean yeah. and so this shit isn't something that's new and that's what makes um whatever the outcome of this election is going to be you know this this idea that voting Trump out is going to fix the problem. It's going to fix one problem, Trump. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But this idea that voting him out and and is going to, you know, reverse things back to normal is a folly. And it's a yeah, it's a folly 100%. of of a a people who won't learn history and who won't be honest with themselves as a culture, America won't be honest with itself and about what it really is and what it's really about. So if you want to continue that, then yeah, you know, Trump goes out and then, you know, we get like a nicer, more civil guy in here who, you know, is like slightly better. But if they're still, you know, shooting black folks dead in the street and if they're still bombing people all around the world, then what did we really do? Yeah, you know. Well, it it goes down to the the simple premise of like, you know, Biden is oh, it's a return to normalcy, right? Cool, 
but you realize normalcy is what got us Trump, right? Like, mm-hmm. return to the normal, you know, uh, that's what led to getting Trump. Like, Trump didn't happen out of, like, blue. Like, this is this has progressively gotten this way. Yeah. Um, <coughs> excuse me. And, like, so just going back to how it was in 2016 or 2015 or whatever, like, just going back to that is not going to change what caused the issues, right? right. So... Until we start addressing like real problems in this country and until we start addressing our like foreign policy and, um, you know, we start really uh, taking a hard look at how this country is treated black and brown folks and poor white folks and, you know, um, and, and be real about like, you know, it's really easy. Like one of the biggest things is what leads to like the uh racial issues that we get is like yo people get told like yo fear the other like mm. and we continue that like it's not like it changes just because we put a a blue check you know or whatever like a blue fucking a blue color in the office instead of a red color in the office like you know what i mean it's right. still the same shit um so still we start really addressing those kind of issues man like we're in like a bad place, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Another thing that I heard this week, uh, or actually this week, fuck it, I just heard it today. So there's an Axios reporter who says he has three, um, three sources that said uh, Trump, if he's ahead at some point on Tuesday night, which would be tonight by the time you guys listen to it. Um, if Trump is ahead at some point in the night, he will declare an early victory. Yeah, so and totally then, on brand for him. Yeah, and then if he loses, fight it. Mm-hmm. Like um, oh, I, to- I, I declare victory. I told you I won. Yeah, that dumb shit. Um, and fight. You know, listen, man. He now has a a, a majority in the in the Supreme Court. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're old enough to remember two thousand. Um, we saw what happened in that election. Um, right. And that was one state. Yeah. Like, they already had voting uh, thrown out. You can't, like, <clears throat> in Wisconsin, you can't now, like, if your vote isn't in the day of the election, it doesn't count. It's no good, yeah. Jeez. Um, Pennsylvania just won in the Supreme Court in Pennsylvania. To allow, I think it's a three days after the election. Right. Um, It's going to be a shit show, like, no matter what. Um, uh, It's going to be a fucking mess. Yeah. Uh, You know, I don't see any way it won't be. Um, I just don't think there's any way in the world this isn't a complete, complete and utter mess. Yeah. Um, And like you said, like, that's a big thing. Uh, it can't just go back to being like, like, you know, we were talking about this earlier. Um, there's a lot of folks who think like, oh, Trump came into office and everything went bad. <laughs> right. Like, no, nah, man. Was all like, good. <laughs> like I was listening, I was watching this thing the other day and they were saying, so there's been in the, in the history of the Senate. Okay. There's been 2000 senators, almost 2000 senators. I think yeah. it's like 1800 is 1800 and change. There's only been 20 
senators of color. I think it was 20 black senators, Jeez. men and women. 20 out of almost 2,000. Yeah. A whole history of this shit. And that's a re- representative democracy? Right. Not at all. And um, John Mulaney came under fire this week um, because of what he said on SNL. Uh, he hosted SNL. And um, in his monologue, he was like, so we're having a battle with two old white men. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's fucking 2020. And our two options are 70-year-old white men. We talked about this last week. That's not representative of this fucking country. Yeah. And, you know, it's increasingly, increasingly spreading. I I, I saw a um, billboard today on my way back from Delaware that said, is is America ripe for a divorce? Mm. And I know I've broached this topic with uh, my friend who's in uh, who's like high up in the Democratic Party. And I've asked her before, like, do you think she was like, no, 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 no. I don't know, man. Like, watching some of the shit we see on, like, Twitter and the news and shit like that, this country is, like, wild, man. Like, and I don't think there's a... As far as the two sides, you mean? Yeah, the two sides. Yeah. So, me and you lived through Reagan, but we was babies. Right. Bush won... But he is four four years and out. Mm-hmm. We lived through Clinton, and then we got Bush too, and then we got Obama. Obviously, I've never seen the fucking flags flying with Trump's name on it. Like there wasn't Bush flags, right? This shit's this shit's deeper than. You know, because all of these folks who support Trump, a lot of these folks, you know, they were down with Bush, too. And they, yeah, they yeah. hated Obama. But this shit, he's he's kind of cultivated like a, a a culture around this shit. Yeah. Or if, even if he, it, you know, he himself didn't uh, like create it. He's like beat the drum and kind of like stirred them up in a different way. It ain't, it ain't yeah. like how it was with Bush. It's it's, uh, it's like a, a qualitative like difference. Some kind of like a, a, a it's it's a difference in in like the energy behind the shit. Yeah, it's a it's weird, man. I've never seen, um, like the just the the cultish mentality. Like Republicans can be a cult all into themselves yeah, right? yeah but like this it's a cult of personality right that i've never seen and like yo man like what's to stop if he's loses like or he wins like fucking the proud boys and the the boogaloo boys and yeah like all these dudes just be like yo we we killing people like who's gonna yeah. stop us especially when half of these motherfuckers is cops too yeah they're like ready for this shit too yeah like it's yo man when they ran up into a state house and threatened the fucking uh the governor and nothing happened 
that's a test run to be like, yo, can we get away with this? Can we do it? Yeah. Oh, we can get away with this. Yeah. And let's, let's shoot next time. Yeah. Yeah. Like they definitely out armed people who were in the fucking who were like the guards that were in the uh the the fucking state building. Like yeah. they don't got these dudes were showing the one dude they showed had a fucking rocket launcher. Jeez. Yeah. So like they out you know, they're gonna come they're coming in more prepared weapon wise. I mean like if you roll in the National Guard or whatever, like they'll take them down pretty easy or whatever. But right, right. especially because a lot of these dudes, you know, they like, you know, obese and wild out of shape and yeah. shit like that. So like they not like real soldiers or nothing. But like, you know, they're gonna kill a bunch of people before that goes before down. Before it comes to, yeah, before it comes to it. Yeah. yeah, and like, yo, man. I all I know is, um, I'll say this, man. I hope people are safe today because that's when people are voting or whatever. If you're listening to us and later, I hope everybody was safe. Because I'm gonna tell you now, man. I don't know how much is gonna happen in Philly because it would just be a little wild for like a bunch of Trump supporters to try and like cause issues. Yeah, at voting gonna, sites in Philly, that's gonna be rough for y'all if y'all do that. Yeah. You know um, now, that maybe in the far northeast, right, right? Maybe right, in the right. far northeast, that might be a little different. But in like the city, it's gonna, you know, that wouldn't go down well. Yeah. Um. But uh, I don't know. In a lot of places, man, like I couldn't imagine if you was living in some rural area and you're trying to vote, mm-hmm. and like you show up and there's fucking twenty armed white white dudes out there with MAGA flags, like yeah. Yeah, it shit is scary in the sense that like that's going back to like you know fucking uh, poll taxes mm-hmm. and like the clan being out there to be like yo you're not voting. Yeah, it's a, it's an old play. Yeah, yeah exactly. This isn't new. Even if these motherfuckers new. don't know their own history, it's an old play. You know yeah. what I mean? So I I, I don't want to keep because we're we're running a little long. On yes, this. I was about to say the same thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you know, I, I hope everybody's. Uh, Staying safe and vigilant when you're out there uh, tonight, you know what I'm saying, or today. And, um, yeah, I don't know exactly what the outcome is going to be, but I would uh, encourage people to uh, take care of yourselves and maintain, you know, your sanity, regardless of what happens. Yeah, definitely. Or Definitely. Um, we can, uh, we'll take another break and then we'll come back with some new music. It's safe to say 2020 was one of the most difficult years ever for so many. And these remain very challenging times. That's why I'm here to ask you, how can I help? My name is Dr. Gail Saltz, host of the new weekly podcast, How Can I Help? with Dr. Gail Saltz, brought to you by the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. I'm a clinical associate professor of psychiatry at the New York Presbyterian Hospital, a psychoanalyst, best-selling author, and I'm here to help. Join me every Friday, where you can ask your most pressing questions and get helpful guidance on topics ranging from coping with anxiety and mood, relationships, to family and parenting issues, to workplace dynamics, to dealing with COVID fatigue, and everything in between. While it has been a tough time, you don't have to navigate it alone. So, how can I help? 
You can send your questions anonymously to me at howcanihelp at senecawomen.com and I will answer with specific advice and understanding. Listen to How Can I Help with Dr. Gail Saltz on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What do explorers, an army officer, and a Minnesota insurance salesman have in common? They all wanted to be the first to reach the North Pole, but only one of them made it. I'm Kat Long, science editor at Mental Floss and host of the new podcast, The Quest for the North Pole, which dives into the centuries-long race to explore the Arctic, find the Northwest Passage, and conquer the top of the world. With a cast of daring adventurers and some pretty determined amateurs, the race to the pole reveals the human desire to solve mysteries of geography and the soul. We'll look at the important Arctic expeditions that filled the blank spaces on the map and recognize how indigenous people made them successful. We'll examine what pushed explorers to venture ever farther into the unknown and uncharted, and how the climate crisis is changing the Arctic today. Listen to The Quest for the North Pole every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Boom. Right back at it. Um, So, yeah, you know, uh, it's crazy because I want to say... 2019 or 2018 uh ninth wonder tweeted uh basically he said when buster puts out this album that he's working at working on uh a lot of cats you're gonna have to change like your album of the year list Mm -hmm. or whatever so you know, it it took a little while because this was 2018. You know, uh, it, Bust has been working on this for a few years, but this week he released his album uh, "Extinction Level Event 2: The Wrath of God." Yes. and <laughs> it's just crazy. I feel like this happens every time. There's like a big ticket rap album. Uh, my Twitter feed is like completely divided. <laughs> On it. Yeah, yeah. Like half of the people are like, "Yo, this shit is great, album of the year contender," and then the other half are like, "Yo, this shit is trash." I'm in the middle between that, to be honest. Yeah, so am I. Um, I enjoy a lot of the record. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 22 songs though. Right. Um, right. it definitely could have been pared down. Um. I mean, granted, like that's where, like you know, having a like A and R and executive producer who's like really involved in a project, yeah, um, comes in huge because they're just like, yo, you can cut like this song. It's kind of repetitive to what you just did on the last song, mm-hmm. and um, yo, this song's good, but I don't know if it's up to the quality of like these twelve songs are great. Like, why don't we cut? some of this other stuff like trim the fat you know yeah. what i mean that's what i was gonna say like um, cutting cutting the stuff that's not that good like yeah. just get rid yeah. of it but you know i'm working on uh a record now and like i know i should cut certain stuff but you don't want to like you like it you know what i mean so, yeah and that's what so but that's why it. having that's why having it like an exec producer is so important Right, who's not like the artist on the project, like right. you know what I mean? Because the artist wants to save everything, like you know what I mean. Either they want to save everything, or they want to cut. They don't want to release any of it. Right. 
Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, like imagine, imagine, uh, what's Kendrick's first record? Uh, Section 80? Not Section 80, the one after that. Uh, The one that everybody real, like, yeah, yeah, Good Kid Mad City. Yeah, yeah. So imagine with, like, Dre, without Dre, like, kind of exec producing that. Like, imagine what other records are on there. Yeah, yeah. That you're like, yeah, this record's cool, but it's not great. Like, you know what I mean? Um, I think there's, like, a little bit of that. You know what it feels like? It feels like a late 90s, early 2000s record. Oh. In the sense that, like, it's packed with fucking songs. And you're like, yo, this could have got cut. This could have got cut. This could have got cut. Right. Um, Like, I kind of like the joint he's got with Vibes Cartel. But it's really offbeat with the rest of the album. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, there's certain stuff like that where you're like, oh, this this is a cool record. But, like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't really love the joint with Mary. And I love Mary. Yeah. Yeah. You're really like, does this really need? Like, I, I love I, I love Q-Tip. And I feel like Bus and Q-Tip generally have good uh, chemistry. But I didn't necessarily need that record. On there, yo, what's crazy is I think that's like the best record on the album. Really? Huh. Yeah, but I I think it's it's really because of Tip's verse. Mm. Yeah, than it is like the song itself. You're right in the sense where it's like I mean the record, but again, like it's like if you would have said like yo that record doesn't really fit, I'd be like yeah you're right the record doesn't really fit like we can cut it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, especially in the day and age of like, yo, we could just put this out as a as its own record. We don't need to have it part of like this whole album. Yeah, it could be like a little, yeah, just throw it out there. Yeah, so I'm with you in the sense that like, there's a lot of it where I don't want to say a lot of it because that's like disrespect. That's not want to disrespect the record, but like that's that's like saying, oh, this record is any good. I yeah, think this yeah. record is really good. Um, it's just bloated. Yeah. It's, I think Bus and a lot of like older MCs are still in that mentality of like yes. making like big, you know, huge records with like, oh, we got a record for, you know, for this demographic and that demographic. We got this. Absolutely. Kind of it vibe does feel and like that, that vibe and that vibe. And they're putting like so much music in it. You listen to like a lot of these young cats, they're giving you like 10 joints, 11, 12 joints. And it's like lean, and even the songs themselves. A lot of cats, I would say, post MF Doom, like a lot of the the younger cats who like grew up on Doom, they're giving you songs that are like two minutes long. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of songs that are five minutes long on this record, and I'm like, it doesn't need to be five minutes, dog. Like, I was, I think uh, it might it might have been on Reef. Uh, shout out to Reef. It might have been on one of his posts. When uh, he he was talking about like how many tracks is was like twenty some songs on it, and I was like, dog, you best believe Bus gonna give you an eight bar intro, three sixteen bar verses, yeah. three eight bar choruses. You know what I mean? He gonna do, give you that full song yes, like yeah. how people wrote songs in like the nineties yes. and the early two thousands. Yeah, I mean, because there's like a there's a joint on there that's kind of like the give it to me, I give it to you. Mm-hmm. It's like a almost like an exact copy of that, and it's like oh we got to make a song for the radio. Um, yeah. Oh, we got this vibe. Like we could do a joint that could be like a reggae joint, like vibe with Vice Cartel. We'll put that one on the record, and it's just like 
I don't need like it was it, it was reminding me of like MCs in the late nineties, early two thousands that was like, yo, we gotta get like TI on a track because we gotta have a record for down south. Down south demographic, yeah. Yeah, we gotta get, you know, a record with fucking E forty on it, so we got some West Coast shit. Like mm-hmm. and that's kinda how it felt in some places and it's just like it doesn't need to do that anymore. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But it's a good record. There's some really great songs on there. Um, I hate Rick Ross, but that record he has with Rick Ross is fucking amazing. Yeah, that joint is uh, dope. Master Farad Muhammad. Like, that joint is crazy. They hit the, the um, tone that they were going for. They hit perfectly. Yes. Which yeah, Ross yeah. is really usually good at that. You know what I mean? The fucking the joint with Premier is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't realize that they had never done a record together. If you think about it, yeah, because he he says it. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah you know. me and Primo finally linked. And yeah. blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh shit, like they haven't done a they record. Never together. really did it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like Bust is gonna give you energy, and I've never been the hugest Busta Rhymes fan. Where mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, he's my favorite MC lyrically, blah, blah blah blah. But he's entertaining as an MC. Yeah, he getting busy um, on this shit too. Yeah, on some like, yeah. you know straight like bar you down shit he giving you he give you you know a few of the fun joints it's like it's like yep. a Busta album you know what i mean like yeah. it's it's like that uh first run of Busta records that he made like it it, it fits you know yes, the, the character of Busta yeah um i could have did without the you know emasculating men yeah. lines and shit like that. I could have yeah, did yeah. without some of that. Uh, but, you know, he's a almost he's probably mid to late 40s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, he bust and you know Buster said some wild problematic shit in the past. Right. So, um, you know, I don't know. I I but it's a good record. I definitely could have did without that, but like it's a good record. It's a really good record. Um and I think people should check it out. Yeah, this this joint, um, Buster is still at like a high level on the MC Absolutely. tip. Absolutely, the production lineup is crazy. Like yeah. Ninth Wonder, High Tech, and Terrence Knots. Martin, Knots, DJ Scratch, DJ Premier. You know what I mean? Like Rockwiler, Dilla, Swizz Beats. You know what I'm saying? Like he's like Rockwiler. He's like hitting you in the head with yeah. this shit. I also didn't love like the emasculating lyrics. I, f- I think the nigga even threw like a skinny jeans lyric. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Hit the joint. I I also I didn't love uh, the song the Rhapsody showed up on. Yeah, me neither. I ain't like that joint either. You know what dog. I'm saying like on some like you know. Basically, he had her play the role of like, like a bitter baby mom or some shit. Like, yeah. it's, it's, that shit was weak for their genius and their talent. I feel like they could have did something better. That concept was like a little whack to me. And Rhapsody, Rhapsody is so good. Like, throw yeah, her, throw I- her in there and let her get loose. Like, don't box her in with this fucking imaginary scenario about the baby mama and all of this shit like i i didn't like that shit yeah that was weird that was weird i ain't like that joint uh yo what's crazy is i love dilla dilla's the 
the best producing ever to me. I ain't love the produce. I ain't love the Dilla track. Yeah, and somebody else, a Fat Cat, used that beat. Yes, off of Dilla yeah. already. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like you got all of that access because I know Buster and Dilla's mom are close. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got all of that access to that music, and that was that was like the track that you used. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, um, but I mean, yo. There's some great production on here, like you said. Uh, some dope verses. Uh, it, it listen. I would tell people they have to check this record out. Like it needs to be checked out. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say like, oh, you can skip this joint. It's not. It's not all that good. It's a really good record. Really strong. Um, he's still like you said, top tier as far as like giving people bars. Um, you know, he he giving it to you on this joint. Like, he really did. So, like, it's worth checking out. It's a little bloated. You know what I mean? You know, if you turn on the track and you're not really feeling it, skip it. Right. You know what I mean? It's, one of the best things else. is we... Yeah, <laughs> one of the best things is we ain't listening to shit on no cassette. So, you can just... You can hit fucking skip and it goes right to the next song. Right. So, um, there was also a couple other projects that dropped this week. You checked out uh, Kaylin Ellis dropped a new project, right? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Kaylin Ellis. Um, super dope. Uh, producer out of Florida. Uh, his joints uh, are like beautiful, soulful, jazzy beats. And um, this record, uh, Afterthoughts, is like his latest. It's really fucking dope. I've had the pleasure of like seeing him get busy for a long fucking time. Um, and he's really like one of the illest young cats in the game. Um, he did yeah. the, the EP with Lupe earlier this year that was real ill so yeah if you're really into like beats and like production and like you know nice gorgeous lush sounding music i would definitely say uh check out kaylin ellis afterthoughts is really fucking good and he's like constantly evolving as a producer as well this shit has like some beautiful like brass parts to it and like it's funky it's heavy it's just like ill ill production where um yeah he's a super dope young dude too man yeah yeah um super dope super talented young producer um so yeah i look forward to anything that he puts out because it's like you know it's it's new and shit and and like gives new energy too like he got a really good energy to him so and you don't miss um nah i ain't never heard of miss shit Nah. Um, I checked out uh, M. Honcho and I think it's Nafy Smalls. Mm-hmm. I've only ever seen it. I've never heard it said. So I don't know if it's Nafe Smalls or Nafy Smalls. Mm-hmm. Um, have a project called DNA. Uh, um, both UK grime dudes. Um, more Maybe even more like drill, road rap type shit. Mm-hmm. Um, really dope project. Uh, super vibey. Uh, kind of reminds me of a, I, like, cause I always kind of compare um M. Hancho to like a British Future, mm, uh, yeah. and uh, Nafy Smalls is kind of reminds me. So like, it kind of reminds me of the uh the the Future and Thug Young Thug project mm-hmm. that they put out, um, that was really dope. And this kind of reminds me of that same thing, same kind of vibe. And uh, beats are super, super ill. Uh, and, like, they have a really good vibe together. 
Um, they bounce off each other really nice and smooth. Um, it's a dope project. You know, it could get kind of one notey at times, mm. um, but uh, it's a it's it varies enough beat wise that it doesn't fall like that was that's one of my biggest problems with like future and stuff is like future kind of could get one notey really like same tone for whole projects because like beat wise it doesn't change up enough yeah um this project changes up enough beat wise that it it, it helps avoid like it can feel like a little monotony in like uh their sound but the beats change up enough that it, it helps like push away from that song but it's a dope project i think people should check it out um i really enjoyed it it's good like riding out music like mm. when you like i said i had a fucking out three hour drive back and forth today i put the buster joint on and i put this joint on and just listened and this joint like the buster joint you kind of gotta listen to a little harder this joint is like really good riding music nice um so i think folks should check it out dna by m honcho and Nafi smalls all right but um yeah, other than that, we can start wrapping up. Um, you can get us at Serious Rap Shit on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also get us at Serious Rap Shit Podcast on uh, YouTube. You can like and subscribe there. Um, we drop different videos there, different things. Um, there's a clip of this video, the clip of this podcast, a video version of this on on there um, every week. Uh if you're listening to us in the Apple Podcast, excuse me, the Apple Podcast app, we can uh, you can uh, rate and review us right in the app. It really helps us out. Uh, I really appreciate it if you did it. Um, because we're in a pandemic, I don't want to be touching nobody's phone because, like, you know, you be <laughs> all types of germs and shit on yeah, it. Yeah. So if I got to, like, I'll throw on some rubber gloves and start snatching your phones, but I don't want to have to do that. So rate and review us in the app. Um, you can find me at indie underscore SRS, I-N-D-I underscore SRS on Instagram and Twitter. Find John at John underscore Liberator on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Um, follow us there. Uh, you have a Bandcamp page? Yeah, yeah. John Morrison 215 Bandcamp.com. Yes, go buy some shit from him. Yeah. Uh, we have merchandise at SeriousRapShit.com. You can go there, check out a exclusive video that's only there. Um, and we have merchandise, hoodies, t-shirts, um, Blizzard of 96 jackets mm-hmm. and beanies. Um, go support. That helps us out. Uh, and we have the Abash Ice t-shirts with Incense Trap and Yoga. And t-shirts and hoodies that are still available. And part of those proceeds go to helping families separated at the border. So you're doing some good work. Um, also supporting a black woman-owned business. So... You know, God will love you. Go mm-hmm. do that. Um, and other than that, you will be back next week. Hopefully, I mean, like the world may end when it's out, when this journey yeah. drops. So who knows? Let y'all um, <laughs> Yeah. So who knows? Uh, you know, but yeah, we'll be back next week. You know, no matter what, you know, coming through, coming through hard for y'all. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace. of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get podcasts. 
Tomorrow night, it's the biggest night of the year for podcast fans. Our 2021 iHeartRadio Podcast Awards. These are really some of the best and brightest and smartest and most compelling minds in the country. Celebrate the podcasts we've leaned on for laughs, headlines, stories to get our adrenaline pumping, and voices to comfort us. This is a huge honor. We did it! Thank you to my listeners, because without them, this wouldn't happen. Don't miss our 2021 iHeartRadio Podcast Awards. Watch on iHeartRadio's YouTube and Facebook, and listen on our iHeartRadio app tomorrow at 9 p.m. I'm Robert Evans, host of Behind the Bastards, and if you're like me, you're probably worried right now, in part because of the fascist insurrection on January 6th in Washington, D.C. But what if I were to tell you that what happened in D.C. was just the latest in more than a century of fascist attempts to take over democratic governments, many of them successful? Learn about the history of these insurrections and the history of anti-fascist actions attempting to stop them when you listen to Behind the Insurrections on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.